Thank you for listening to the Reconnect Marriage Podcast. I'm Dr. Steve Call. And I'm Lisa Call. And we are dedicated to having conversations that cultivate connection in our marriage. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining us in this podcast. Lisa and I are having a conversation around uh, the topic and theme of uh, what we've titled Bids for Connection. Uh, We thought we would have a conversation about this because of it being such a common uh, everyday theme experience uh, for so many couples, uh, especially when there's a maybe a sense of feeling or being disconnected uh, or a sense of or a feeling of being or feeling a bit lonely uh, in their in their marriage dynamic. And so our hope for those of you listening is to be aware of the I think the healing balm that bids for connection are and can be. Uh, I was just recently aware of that this past week because of it being, uh, I, I think, a theme in so many conversations with couples. And I think what has happened for us, for Lisa and I, is sometimes we are careful or maybe cautious at times in making bids for connection uh, because I think sometimes it's this maybe underlying fear or caution or carefulness because what might happen on the other end of it. What do we mean by bids? Uh, what do we mean by bids for connection? Bids are essentially just a in what we could use a, a word as synonymous as an invite. Uh, it's an invitation to connect. We make a bid, uh, and it 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 has so many different forms, so many different shapes, <laughs> so many different sounds. Uh, and a common one for us is something like, Hey, do you want to go in the hot tub? That would be a, a common bid that I would make for Lisa with Lisa toward the end of the day, particularly later at night. Uh, that is a form or, or what it sounds like, what it looks like. And for many of you listening, maybe you are already aware of ways in which you make bids for connection. Yeah. So it is the language of John Gottman, right? That's what he uses as it's called a bid. And, um, and I think sometimes it's helpful to even know that's what we're doing. Cause sometimes we don't realize we're doing it. You know, we just, we want feel like we need a connection or we just want some closeness or we want to be seen or we feel lonely or whatever it is throughout the day. And we might say, Hey, I'm going to go, I'm going to run down to the store. You want to come with me? And you don't really even know that that's what you're doing. And the other maybe doesn't even know that. And they're like, no, I'm good. You know? And so, um, it, it seems sometimes, sometimes really benign, like, oh no, I don't really feel like it. And we mm-hmm. don't realize, no, actually I was really making a bit. I was, it was pretty intentional. I really wanted, I feel lonely. I wanted to do something together. I know maybe it's not your favorite thing to do, but to do it together might be connecting. And so I think it's been helpful for us to just even know when, in our own self, you know, this is what I'm asking for. Mm-hmm. Not just, Hey, do you want to go to the nursery and pick up flowers with me? But it's, it's more of a, no, I really, I really would like you to come with me. It'd be something that would be connecting for us. Mm-hmm. So it's changed maybe how we understand the intention of it. Mm-hmm. I, I like that because it, it shifts and changes uh, maybe the, the core reason that we make bids for connection. Uh, sometimes it's to accomplish something, yes. 
Sometimes it's, uh, it's task-oriented. Uh, sometimes it has a particular outcome, you know, maybe that we're seeking or needing. Uh, today we were driving home uh, from church. We uh, thought, and our daughter was with us, and uh, we, we, have, we have a couple chickens. Some of you know this. And our chickens, for some reason, aren't laying eggs. And so they're I think they're a little old. (laughs) In my mind, they're out. Like, okay, on with the new chicks. So we've been contemplating getting our, finding some baby chicks. And so we stop off at our our local, what what do you call that store? It's a farm and seed store. The farm and seed store. And so Lisa and I are in there. We're looking at these crazy, beautiful little chicks. They're wonderful. And, And I'm really enjoying the moment. And Lisa turns to me and says, uh, oh, shoot, I would have really loved to invite the grandkids uh, to do this. And, and again, th- this is where for so many of us, we, we can get a bit triggered or a bit bothered. Because sometimes, in, even in the bid for connection, hey, Lisa, do you want to stop and get the chickens on the way home? Sure, I'd love to. It's great. So far, so good. And we're in the store. And, and you, then you said that about the grandkids. And I was mindful of how... Sometimes even in the midst of connection, even in the midst of connecting, we can be a bit triggered. We can be a little bit bothered. We can be like, oh, maybe this isn't that important to him. Maybe this isn't that important to her. And that that's actually what happened for me in that moment. There was just maybe a two-second pause, like, huh, maybe Lisa would rather be with the grandkids than be with me while we're looking at chickens. <laughs> like you were feeling like a kid, too. Like, I was. It was really, like a kid in a candy store. <laughs> and like, well, what about me? Pick me. Yeah, but it. I think what you said earlier around... What, what's what's the goal or what's the hope? What is it that we're actually seeking? What is it that we're actually need needing in the response for the bid, in the response to the bid? And I think at a core, it's when our spouse responds well to the bid, it says something like, I'm seen, I'm noticed, I'm remembered, I'm important, all those things. Right, so it's easy to maybe minimize what we don't really understand. Mm-hmm. I mean, we can also do it when we do understand, when we maybe are frustrated or are feeling defensive. But also a lot of times I think out of ignorance, we don't realize, no, I'm actually wanting to do this with you. Mm-hmm. I'm actually mm-hmm. seeking, you know, something that means more to me when you're with me or or just it's more helpful for me to to be with you and do this. And so it's, it's real intentional again. And so when maybe we minimize it, like, no, I'm good. I don't need to do that. Or, oh, you could have done this with somebody else, or I should have done this with the grandkids, like whatever we might just be saying, we don't realize what we're actually saying um, that I don't want to be doing this with you Mm -hmm. or I don't need to be with you right now. And it's a, it's a real subtle shift. Mm -hmm. I think the, the, the caution sometimes in making a bid or offering an invite uh, is that the RSVP will be no, or it'll be mm, no thanks. And and it's not as if there isn't room for us to say, well, I don't know if that works for me, or I'm not so sure about that, et cetera. But he- here's what it sounds like. When when we are making a bid for connection, it sounds like, hey, Lise, would you like to go for a walk? Okay, that that's a neutral bid. Uh, meaning, mm, it's not, there's not really, it's not an implied message that I really want to go for a walk with you. This is what I think a bid and a, a true bid for connection sounds like. It sounds like I, I would like to go for a walk with you. Those two words, the two words of with you are to me and to us, I think, and to couples that I work with, I think are essential in the way we communicate 
the desire and longing to be together. So it's a bit of a setup. Maybe when we are thinking With that you. we want to be intentional, mm-hmm. but then we are more general in our language, like, hey, I'm going to go do this. You want to come? Yeah. It's like, a little bit like of a, a setup. Sure. Like, like almost like a tag Oh, along. see, they didn't want to come. See, yeah. they, didn't, they didn't respond well, you mm-hmm. know? And so it's a little harder to respond when it's directed specifically to you. And then, and then if you say, no, I don't want to, then it's mm-hmm. like, oh, well, I really wanted to connect. So mm-hmm. it might maybe lead to something a little bit more right. vulnerable, a little bit more risky. I think so. What, what would you say is our, is our caution sometimes with those two words of with you? Um, well, I think w- maybe we don't want to put each other in a tight spot like, mm-hmm. Oh no, I know I'm going to hurt your feelings if I say no. And so we don't want to set each other up for that. And then you don't want someone to do something out of obligation. That is so essential in this conversation. What you just named. It's that when we are aware that our spouse partner chooses to do something out of duty or obligation, uh, that's where we want to say no thanks. Meaning it's very difficult for us to be in a, a moment of connection or a moment of even bid for connection when we're aware that the other might respond out of obligation or out of duty at a workshop that we did a couple of weekends ago, that was a, that was a particular theme or a question that a few couples mm-hmm. raised is something along those lines of, is there room to say no thanks? Is there room to, or have a conversation about how it might not work now, but maybe later. Right. Uh, or that, do we always have we, to respond yeah. in a positive way, which mm-hmm. didn't sound very life giving or, you know, energizing or, because you know you can sense it from the other, like oh, okay, I'll go with you, you know. Yeah, and or, if I respond like that to you, what happens? What would you say if I? Uh, you just want to say forget it. Yeah, you want to say forget it. You want to say never mind. Right, because you'd rather yeah. just do it on your own yeah. rather than drag the other with you, or you know, you don't really want to go for a walk. You want to finish your show, or you you don't have time. So yeah, so it's kind of a dilemma. It's kind of a bind. It is a bind, and there's two parts of the bind. One is the the risk in expressing a bid or naming a bid or putting words to bid or putting words to invite. That's a risky proposition for, I would say for all of us. And you might not, those of you listening, you might say, well, what's so risky about it? Well, the risk is that the other could somehow dismiss it, ignore it, minimize it. Eh, no, thanks. Like it's not important. It's not important enough to be with you. That That's not often the intent of what the other is saying, but I think that's the first part of the bind. Yeah. Or, or why can't you just do it on your own? Like, why should we both have to go mm-hmm. or, um, that's not very efficient. You know, we've had that talk before. Like, it doesn't take two people to go down and pick up a chick, you know. <laughs> a feather chick. A feather chick. A... <laughs> you know, but it's more fun to do it together. So, especially when you're childlike. It's hilarious. So, well, it's, it's kind of risky. It is risky. Because the risk, if you actually put words to that, or I put words to the bid, the risk is the other can minimize it. They just, there's not maybe some enthusiasm or some, uh, sure, I'd love to. You know, we, we long to hear those words. We long to hear the words, sure, I'd love to. Mm-hmm. Why? Because it sends the message, because I want to be with you. Sure, there might be a outcome on the other side. Um, I don't know why I want to just say the story. Oh, the second part? The second bind is that. The second bind to that naming of bid or putting words to the bid, it's the freedom and or caution that we have at times to be able to say, no, thank you, or that doesn't quite work for me. So if I choose to say, no, thank you, or maybe later, or that sounds really good, but I'm just really wiped out or tired, it could, in that no, thank you, 
send the message of, I, I don't want to be with you. So sometimes that's how we might hear it. Sometimes that's how we might respond to it, actually, when the other says, I'm not able to, or I'm really tired, or whatever whatever the phrase is. Yeah, I think another um, risk in, in reaching out for a bit is, is the fear of conflict. You know, mm-hmm. maybe it's something that we've had conflicts before, you know, do you want to go visit my parents or do you want to, you know, something that maybe we've had conflict last time. And so we're trying to avoid that conflict. And so then we, we don't reach out with that bid. Like, I really would love you to join me. And so again, I think we've talked about conflict can be intimacy. And so again, if we do, if we are intentional about this, then are we ready to maybe have that conversation Mm -hmm. that here's why it's important to me. Um, Here's what I like about it. And then for the other to maybe set boundaries. Well, if we do it, can we, can you make sure and keep it short or can we, you know, kind of maybe set some boundaries around it. But I think there's just a whole variety of reasons that we tend to not make a bid. And so I think it's a great conversation to have as a couple, just, okay, what do bids look like for us? What's our caution sometimes, you know, and, and kind of make your own little rules about it and, and how how can we respond to one another mm-hmm. and how, to, what does this look like for us? Because everybody has their different dance or their different pattern of doing it. Yeah. I think that's a helpful reminder that if those of you listening were to have a conversation, you know, what are the guidelines? What are the, what, what do bids for connection sound like for you? And what do they sound like for you? Uh, I, I really liked what you said just a, a minute ago too. It's that it's not, do you want to go visit my parents? It's that I really want to spend time with you. That, that is a very distinct difference between the two. Both can be true. But when we just hear, do you want to go visit parents and not hear because I'd like to spend time with you, that, that's what is missing for so many of us. It's that phrase. It's you those mean, words. I want to spend time with you with yes. my parents? Yeah, yeah. just the invite. The or invite. just, I would like you to be with me In this. while we're visiting yes. my parents. Yeah. Because I, it's hard for me. Or because for whatever reason, mm-hmm. it, might, it might be really fun and I want you to experience that with mm-hmm. me. Or it might be really hard, and I want you to experience that with me. You know, like we went down a couple weekends ago, and um, we needed to look for some memory care for my dad. And so it was, I was a little hesitant because I know it's been hard for you. Mm-hmm. And I've gone down there a few times alone, but I really wanted you to go with yeah. me and um, do these visits and kind of be a team in that. And so, to so do these visits together, together. Yeah. And, yeah. um, so I think that was a time where I was a little nervous about asking you about how to do it and and if you would want to come with me. And so I think that was a great example, but you responded really well. And we, en- we ended up having a good time, even mm-hmm. though it was a really hard thing was, to do. It was a very hard thing, yeah. But it was nice to be able to do it together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is such a key word, the key words like together. So you're saying like you. that makes all the difference. It does. So I if I earlier. just said, hey, I'm, I got this on my schedule, come with me if you can. Mm. Then it's like, mm, kind of leaves the back door open. Like, no thanks. Uh, well, it can imply. Um, I could do it myself, yeah, but. It's almost, uh, it, there's a theme of ambivalence in that or a tone of ambivalence. When we choose not to word to use words like with you that we said a little bit earlier in the podcast. Even or, though we might be feeling like we want you to come, but sure. we're afraid to name it. Sure. Because. That's the bind. We named the obligation. Yes. And I know you probably don't really want to. Mm. And so I don't remember how I named it exactly, but. Um, well, I think you used you used you implied together. Yeah. But but we're trying to say in this moment for those of you listening and for us too, 
there there's much more quote unquote buy-in when we hear together or with you or this means a lot to me or uh, I miss you like something along those lines that's added to it's not just do you want to go for a walk it do you want to go for a walk because I enjoy spending time with you that not that we always have to put that phrase or those words in there but there is something that that speaks of the value of the invite the value of the bid the the desire within the bid it's not just to accomplish a task that of course that can be true mm-hmm. but when there's an when the invitation is because I I want to be with you or I choose you and that I'm I reason I'm really emphasizing and we're emphasizing this is because I see it so common with couples that are struggling in this particular area it's there's a sometimes a profound or pervasive sense of loneliness and how we combat loneliness is we we remind the other with you I want to be with you it's not that I just want to go for a walk it's that I miss you I I want to go have coffee I would like to go have coffee with you that I would like to and fill in the blank. Mm-hmm. And I think for those of you listening, that that's a very again intentional dialogue uh, in moments where, especially where we might be struggling a bit, or where we might have this sense of disconnect or, or a bit of loneliness in our marriage. Yeah, this is going to be really helpful because I've been wanting to go to Italy, and I know I say it a lot, <laughs> so I'm going to make You're sure when I up. bring it up, I'm going to say with you because I do. I want to go with you, but um, no, that's kind of funny, but. It's true. Cause sometimes our sometimes our goals are big ones too. Like I have this I want to go on this big trip or, you know, in a couple of years I want to do this. So with you, you know, we can we plan this or we have different dreams or desires or um you know, we might need the other and to maybe be more intentional about how we word it. Hmm. I'm really surprised that you brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> you caught me off guard. Sorry. Because you're hoping that the listeners might hold us accountable. Right. They're to, gonna be checking in. Like, did you take point, that traveling? Trip? Yeah. Uh, that's such a interesting part of dialogue and conversation, I think, for couples and for us. It's when I and I know you're saying that playfully, but when I hear that with you, and I think for so many of us when we hear with you, it it, it allows us to move toward the bit. It 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 says, Oh, okay. Not that we have to say okay, but there's a there's a, I think, an internal movement, if you will, around the desire, because mm-hmm. w- which is what marriage is. Marriage is is exactly that. Marriage is I choose you. I have chosen you, and I still choose and, you. And we're in this together. We're and, in this together. Yeah, because I know, I know that couples struggle a lot of times when we've shared our rituals of connection, and we just talk about you know walking our driveway or having coffee in the morning, like really simple things. And I think sometimes couples one of the couple can come up to us and say, yeah, I'm so frustrated because I've been asking my spouse to do that or, and they don't, and they keep not responding, you know, not mm-hmm. responding well, or we don't have those rituals of connection and I'm so frustrated. And so I'm just wondering, you know, I think there's different stuck places for different couples, but I'm wondering how, if that extra understanding of mm-hmm. how those I, extra I just want to be yeah. with you. Those you extra know? two words, that extra phrase with you. I feel like it could be a, a game changer. It is. And I love that phrase. We love that phrase, game changer. With you is a is a profound potential shift for so many couples struggling. And so what would you say to someone that's feeling really vulnerable, really risky, like maybe they're going through a bit of a hard time, maybe they're not just they're not connected at all and trying to initiate this and wanting to be vulnerable but being afraid of being hurt. Mm-hmm. I think it's so helpful when we actually name the risk that we're taking. Hey, 
mm, Lisa, th- this is hard for me to say this, or this is hard for me to offer this, or uh, I'm, I'm wanting to spend some time with you. I miss you. Uh, but I don't know if I can say that because I'm not sure how you're going to respond. That, that to me is a, so almost, just saying it like it is. Uh, that's almost as good as it gets, yeah. is when we name the fear, I don't think often our spouse sometimes might say, what are you talking about? That's stupid. That's ridiculous. But when we say, hey, this is this is hard for me. Can, can I share this with you? It, it offers collaboration. It offers an invite. It doesn't say you are doing this to me. We are simply offering our reflection of what's happening versus a reaction to it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think, being able to put words to, hey, can I share this with you? This is this is hard for me to, you know, offer or 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 name or put words to. But I think I miss you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I I don't I don't know what that looks like. And you can hear it in my voice that there's we're not certain of what to say, and I'm doing that intentionally, right? Because we we aren't always aware of what it is that we're experiencing. But I think the courage, the vulnerability to name the fear, to name the difficulty of it is so helpful in the emotional intimacy piece. Yeah. And what I hear in your voice is softness. Mm-hmm. And that's another Gottman term, right? A softened startup yeah. kind of falls in that yeah. category where it really does matter how we word things, right? I think it's easy to Especially just say, we well, I said it and yeah. I, I, I asked you. and But really, it does really matter how we set it up how we lean into it, how we offer, you know, our softer side. And I mean, I guess that's part of a relationship is there is a potential for feeling hurt. But I think there isn't, without hurt, there isn't the potential for greater connection, greater intimacy. So it's it's a risk on both sides, you know. I think we can stay siloed. We can stay in our own corners. We can stay um, safe. But the outcome is going to be disconnection, and we're not going to feel as intimate. Yeah, I think in that, the hope is, can we, those of you listening, have a conversation uh, around what is your caution and what is my caution around bids, bids for connection, uh, invites? What is it that I'm careful of or I find myself careful of or cautious around? I think the final part of what we want to highlight is that sometimes we believe, even before the invite or even before the bid, we are already believing the other doesn't want to be with me. And that's a very important part of this conversation that those of you listening again could potentially have, is to be aware that actually part of my caution is I'm not so sure you would want to be with me or Mm -hmm. want to spend time with Mm -hmm. me. And so by not asking, it's a form of protection. By not inviting, by not making a bid, it's actually protecting me from the potential belief that I have or reality that I have. Right. So, I don't really want to know what's true. Yeah. So we don't say it. We don't name it. And yet a lot of times it comes back to hurt. Mm-hmm. And I know we're just about out of time, but, and I think if we realize hurt is behind a lot of that, you know, that the one that we're actually making a bid toward that feels like they might not want to, mm-hmm that also maybe keeping in mind where their hurt lies, you know, are they, are they feeling hurt for some reason in our relationship? Have they been wounded or is there something that has been unspoken that maybe needs to be addressed and keeping in mind that in mind, I think helps us all to also to come in a soft way. 
So as we come to an end, we would just invite you to be aware of what might be some of the caution that I hold, uh, what might be some of the caution and carefulness. Uh, how might I be just a bit more intentional with those words of with you uh, that we long to hear, that the other longs to hear as we step into those bids for connection that I think foster and cultivate the kind of connection over the course of life together that we long for. The Reconnect Marriage Podcast is hosted by the Reconnect Institute. For more information, you can find us on the web at thereconnectinstitute.com. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram at Reconnect Marriage. <laughs>